hiding the Word of God in our heart enables us to come to know God and to know His ways. So we hide that Word in our heart, and by it, we are strengthened from it, and it directs our paths. Let's look at the scriptures together. Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 to 6 tells us that at the proper time, God sent His Son who was born of a woman so that He could redeem and liberate us who were once under the law so that we could be adopted as sons, as children of God with all rights as members of His family. The scripture tells us because we are really His sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts so that we could cry out, Abba, Father. Therefore, we are no longer slaves, but we are sons. And if we are sons, the scripture says, then we are also heirs through the gracious act of God through Christ Jesus. Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 to 6 tells us that at the appropriate time, God sent His Son, who was born of a woman, who was born under the law, to redeem those of us who are under the law, so that we could be adopted as sons with full rights. And because we are sons, God sent His Son into our hearts so that we could call Him father. Now we are no longer slaves, but we are sons, because we are born of God, and we are heirs through God. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 10 tells us, We are complete through our union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 tells us that God, being rich in mercy, because of His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Scripture tells us by grace we have been saved and raised us up with Him, and He has seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come He might show the immeasurableness of His riches, of His grace and His kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace we have been saved through faith, and this is not of our own doing, it is the gift of God. It's not a result of works, so that none of us can boast, for we are His workmanship. We have been created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we could walk in them. Romans chapter 8 verses 1 to 4 tells us that there is now no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. 
Isaiah 54 verse 14 tells us, In righteousness we will be established, that tyranny will be far from us, that we have nothing to fear, that terror has been removed, and that it will not come near us. We know that God's children do not make a practice of doing wrong, for God's Son holds us securely, and the evil one cannot touch us. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4 tells us, Even before He made the world, God loved us and He chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. 1 John 4 and verse 4 declares, Dear children, you are from God and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And Romans 5 verse 17 says, For if by the trespass of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life to the one man, Jesus Christ? Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 and 18 tells us that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto us the Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of His calling and what is the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. Mark chapter 16, verses 17 and 18 tell us, These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19 tells us, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all of the power of the enemy, and nothing will in any way harm you. Colossians chapter 3 and verses 9 to 11 tells us, For you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all of its wicked deeds, and you have put on your new nature and been renewed as we learn to know our Creator and become just like Him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if we are Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. The scripture tells us that Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19 tells us, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all of my needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 17 tells us, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, 
so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, it encourages us, put on the full armor of God, so that when the evil day comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit finally, which is the word of God. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13 tells us, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. It says that I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency, that I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 tells us that we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that we might proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of Him who called us out of darkness and into His marvelous light. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 23 tells us, we have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Our new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living Word of God. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things He has planned for us to do long ago. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And Romans chapter 6 verse 11 says, In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive unto God in Christ Jesus. And 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your entire spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Romans chapter 8 verse 17 says, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in His glory. And Romans 8 and verse 37 says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us 
from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Revelations chapter 12 verse 17 says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 and 4 declares, By His divine power, God has given us everything that we need for living a godly life, that we have received all of this by coming to know Him, the one who called us to Himself by means of His marvelous glory and excellence. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20 says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 says, God made Him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. And 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 and 20 declares, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with price. Therefore, let us honor God with our bodies. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 to 13 declare, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all of His commands that I give you today, The Lord your God will set you high above all of the nations on the earth. And all of these blessings will come on you, and they will accompany you if you obey the Lord. It goes on to tell us that we will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country, that the fruit of our womb will be blessed, and the crops of our land and the young of our livestock, that we will be blessed when we come in and blessed when we go out. The Lord will send a blessing on our barns and on everything that we put our hands to. The Lord, our God, will bless us in the land that He is giving us. The Lord will establish us as His holy people, as He promised on oath. If you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to Him, then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, and the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, and the land that He swore to your ancestors to give. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of His bounty, to send rain on our land in season, and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. And Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14 says, You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill, cannot be hidden. And Romans chapter 8 verse 33 says, Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. And Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, with kindness, 
with humility, with gentleness and patience. And Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7 says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. And Colossians chapter 1 verses 11 to 13 declares, Be strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son that He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14 tell us, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, in order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 and 7 tell us, So then, just as we receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you are taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. And 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9 tells us, For God saved us and called us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was His plan from the beginning of time, to show us His grace through Christ Jesus. And 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 24 declares, He Himself bore our sins in His body on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live unto righteousness. For by His wounds you were healed. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse 12 tells us, You were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 4 says, For we know, brothers and sisters loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. And James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Philippians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14 say, But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God did not give us the spirit of fear, but one of power and one of love and a sound mind. And Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I 
have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And finally, Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 1 declares, The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that is alive, that is quick, that is powerful. We thank you that within your word is the very power of God to bring itself to pass. As we listen to your word, our lives, our bodies, our circumstances, everything around us is changing for good. We declare boldly in the name of Jesus that all things are working for our good because we are called of God and called according to his purposes. We declare it's the word of God, it's first place, it's final authority in my life. That's the truth, and I believe it. In Jesus' name, amen.